It's a bad advice show. Record on this computer. Oh, you're recording. It's up and running. And it's a three and a two and a you know what to do. Happy Easter, happy summer. Hey, everybody. It is the Bad Advice Show. It is uh, your, one of your hosts, one of your three hosts, uh, Gordon Baker Bone. And to my left, give it up for my good friend, the, 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 the bong of the night, Mel, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and to my right, give it up for the, the, uh, the, the vapor himself. Uh, Sarone Russell, everybody. Hey, what's happening? I'll take I'm that. Doing, I'm doing good tonight. I am, ugh, I'm, I'm like three drinks deep on Esplan, tequila, Blanco. Yes. Pure I, really, I realize, that, I'm sorry. I was just going to ask, is that one of them drinks you have to say it like that? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I realized I tried to make a um, margarita with Casamigos. Yeah, would not recommend. It's just nah. not a tequila. It's not a margarita tequila. I don't really drink tequila that yeah. much. It's just like a sipping tequila. I love when black people drink tequila. It, we turned into a different uh, breed of people. We're yeah. very lovely, but we're down to fight also. Um, <laughs> Tequila is like super soldier serum. So whoever you are, it's gonna, you know. So if you're a little hoey, you're probably gonna suck like nine dicks that night. It's just whoa, whoa, not nine. And I don't know. Just I'm just I'm not judging the number of dicks. I'm just saying ergonomically, that's a lot of hip. I'm saying if you are if if you're already predisposed to hoetry. Oh, okay. You're gonna like you're gonna be, you know, and 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 I'm not, you know, you gonna suck some dicks or eat some whatever your whatever your whatever you prefer to consume, you're gonna do that. A plain can, I, can I tackle something with y'all real quick? It's sure. funny that we're talking about second dick right now because like I made a mistake and I was trying to say area 51 to somebody and like I totally forgot the number because like we haven't talked about area 51 in such a long time. And I said Area 69. Of course it sounded did. right. <laughs> of course it sounded right to you. So I, I said to somebody, I was like, do you believe in Area 69? And it was like, yeah. <laughs> What's the question, Complete, Gordon? <laughs> completely different clandestine government facility. Oh, man. That's where, uh, that's where Kennedy went. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> It's some, uh, Clinton it's some, too. Oh yeah, there's some wild experimentation going on in there, but it's different from the other one. Clinton definitely went to Area 69. That nasty motherfucker. Oh yeah. So we, <laughs> wait, what you want to say? I was just gonna say, if anybody, he that, that's the first time he put on. You know how other leaders uh, put on the fake uh, military uniforms with all the medals and shit. <laughs> Clinton definitely showed up with a chest full of medals at Area 69. Like, um, ready for my briefing. But it was all like it was all like you know the little wings you get when you're a kid, and yeah. when you fly for the first time, and, had happy a sash. Meal, and like dangling Happy Meal toys. It was like pieces of flair. Oh my god! When you said a briefing, I just pictured him with that all those medals and no pants on. <laughs> no. 
put a Medal of Honor butt plug around his neck. Oh. <laughs> I know Hillary wants to kill him at least twice a week. Boy, who are you t- who are you telling? Looking at him in his sleep, like you know what? If I could just, but just, just put this pillow all my weight. That's it his, for him. Whatever his uh, Secret Service agent gets, it's not enough. Because you got to yeah. be diligent as a motherfucker. I yeah, honestly, he got to stop, stop Hillary. He got to stop Hillary two times a week. I think the angle that people get mad about, well, I get mad about that people don't bring up. What Clinton did let us know that Hillary used to do some freaky shit with Bill. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't learn that shit just in office. Hillary was doing some of that, doing that shit. And now people know. They met in college. I mean... I would watch a sitcom about that. You would watch a sitcom about Bill and Hillary in college? Yeah. And how filthy they were together. I'm saying, are you saying like a, you're not saying like an ABC network sitcom. You're talking about HBO Max. HBO Max uh, or that, (laughs) or really like uh, uh, wild Netflix shit, which is not too wild. It's just people just like to watch British people fuck, apparently. Yeah. Skinamax. Yeah, Skinamax, uh, a nice NC seventeen uh, FX channel, something like that. Are we gonna watch the the death of NC seventeen? Because like, I when when's the last time you've seen like a, a rating on anything? Well, we've been in a pandemonium, so they just letting shit fly. They, they I haven't seen a rating on anything in a year and a half. I think the things that they used to do make NC seventeen, where it was just like poison for movies yeah i think that's where tvma comes in and okay. they ki- they make it a killing on that so yeah i don't TV think it was- couples a lot of shit really you can see oh yeah you, you can see some breasts and you can see somebody get their teeth kicked in and that's like you know that's <laughs> the same different things no that's the same show that's oh, just God, one episode of the wire you yeah. see bad titties, and you can see somebody get their teeth kicked in, and you like, and they like, what am I watching? You're like, hey, it's TVMA. We tried to warn you. We told you it was for mature people. <laughs> Speaking of mature, you know what's been bothering me um, so, for like the better part of today? So. Not bothering me, but just a point of curiosity. Um. What Charlie's full grandparents was doing in that fucking bed when Charlie and his mama went to sleep? You know what? I don't want to think about that. And more specifically, what was George doing when Joe was at the chocolate factory? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, I didn't yeah. think about that. And now it's yeah. like the, the yeah. back door. I don't know if I need. Yeah. Well, it's kind of creepy and freaky. Fucking with my mind all day, I got to tell you. I hate that for me. Why? You know uh, Charlie and Chocolate Factory is originally about a black family, right? What are you talking about, no, for real? I, are you making this up? This dead ass? I, 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 I did not think that. It was supposed to be a, a black family. That's why they stayed in bed. Please go to hell. What? <laughs> Go to hell right now. 
I'm sorry if I ruined that for anybody. And I know everybody's just like grabbing there, like, no, 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 he's got to be wrong. He's got to be wrong. And when you see it, let us know. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yep. Charlie from Charlie and Charles Factory uh, was supposed to be about a black kid coming from black family. And this was his upbringing. Black Charlie. Have Wait, fun, but guys. what about the diabetes angle? <laughs> <laughs> you can't let black folks around all this. <laughs> you know we got the you know we got the sugars. You can't give us what the fuck? That'd be like I don't it's know. It's just hard for like... me to believe. It's just hard for me to believe that it was originally supposed to be a black family because um none of the grandparents died within the first 20 pages. Yeah. I'm not yep. saying you're wrong. I'm just saying that's an unexpected curveball. Oh, I'm sorry. Because <laughs> everybody found this. Like, why are this? Why are these four people living in the same bed for this grandchild? And it's like, you really need to talk to these authors. <laughs> <laughs> you know the funny thing about um, about authors and their opinions and whatever. We, we, we like authors because they have these expansive-ass imaginations, right? They come up with all kinds of out-the-box shit. And when they say some shit we don't like, we don't agree with or whatever, we're like, oh my God, I can't believe that they said, you don't believe that the nigga who had a dragon sleeping in gold might have thought some fucked up shit outside of, like, you don't think that? Okay. I just, I don't think we're like, the creative mind is a very fucked up place. Yeah. It's a very fucked up place. And and I'm seeing it as a creative. I got some fucked up views on shit. And that's just kind of what it is. Cause creatives are still people. Just cause you yeah. like, just cause you like their product. That don't mean you're going to like every thought they have. Like you like some of their thoughts. And we got to get comfortable with that. that. My fan base is learning that shit. <laughs> you know, I came out to see you, Gordon. Next thing you know, you're just talking about police brutality and and, and, and being black in America. I'm like, fooled you. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. Gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> I get quite a bit of messages like that. Like, people know us. Like, they. <laughs> I like when Zerome gets new followers. Cause it's funny to me. Cause then like when Sarome goes from like just family stuff to butt plugs, people go, whoa, 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 butt. <laughs> and I don't understand the disconnect. He's got five kids. I don't, if you're shocked, got, I'm not sure what to tell you. I'm not sure what to tell you. I got five kids. I've been humping. Not only, and it, and it seems like I like doing it to completion. I mean, I got five of them. I'm not. I'm, this is definitely not the pullout account. Jesus. The only thing you should be judging me for if you're following me is if I make condom jokes. Because I'm obviously <laughs> talking about. If I make condom jokes, call me out on it because I obviously know nothing about I know this nigga playing in my face. Yeah, man. Yeah. You shot the people that still wear condoms and, and protect themselves. Keep it up. 
Don't, don't care about that 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 dry smell. It's gonna go away once you find your your one. You take it off. That that condom smell gonna go away. Yeah. You just bear with it for right now. Bear with that squeaky sound. <laughs> it sounds like somebody running full court. Sound like um. Fuck, I can't remember the I can't remember the name of the song now. But you know the one where it starts. What it is, yeah. though, or what's so, that's what you sound like? That's not the bed. That's condom sex. That's condom. Gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. That's an old Durex squeak. <laughs> oh man! Hey, by the way, Durex owes us a fucking class action lawsuit for all the babies that they produced in the nineties. Oh my early. god! Them and lifestyle condoms. I tell people that yeah. all the time. That's the name. I like of lifestyle condoms are for when you just playing. Yeah, that's the name I'm thinking of. <laughs> lifestyle condoms because they was giving those away in the hood, like motherfucking yep. hotcakes in the '90s and 2000s. And I'd be damned if we didn't break every teen pregnancy record <laughs> that was set. That was that was the one that was in the fishbowl at the barbershop, shop, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. That was my 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 school would hand them out, and then like I like I used to say this. I was like, lifestyle will change your lifestyles. So don't don't even. <laughs> Because now you're raising a child. And now you saying, yeah, you finna change your lifestyle, all right. That's what got a lot of dudes yeah. thinking that he could fit magnums. Real talk. A lot of dudes really thought they could fit magnums because they was breaking lifestyles. I'm like, yo, everybody, everybody break a lifestyle, my nigga. <laughs> what are you talking about? What are you talking about? That's, you, 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 you saying you broke a lifestyle like you. Like it's you, um... nothing worse than a nigga that brings a magnum, but like he has magnum optimism but not equipment <laughs> we used to call that the like... Willy Wonka the Willy Wonka ticket <laughs> and the thing, okay if you don't fit a magnum it's fine but don't 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 bring that over here am I wearing no. socks like what are you doing you gonna wear no. this do-rag stop playing in my face Get your get your magnums taken in a bit. Get a hem. Do y'all is there a okay? So I know like we get bra size. Do y'all have like a condom sizer? Like, do you go to Spencer's and there's Mel? dude in the back like, hey, Mel, <laughs> Mel, every Mel, everything you know about men. What makes you think a man is really going to be that like comfortable going? Hey, what size is my dick for real? <laughs> just just wondering. But you present a good point. <laughs> you could, you, you could a very fit. good point. You thinking about something? You, you are looking for a man to be thorough and protecting his cells and others. No, I'm sorry, my he bad. Is fucking, he is fucking guessing and throwing chances into the wind. I mean, I feel like a fool for asking now. To be honest, you know I mean, now, 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 as as we look for different streams of income on the Bad Advice Show. Could this be a service we provide where you go in the Spencer's and you dip your dick in, a, in different size holes and we get you the right size condom? Yeah, that's something we I could do. I think that's a glory hole and it has nothing to do with... So, Rome, do you understand if we started that business how pissed we would be if someone called out? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sarone, we need you to stop by the, 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 the dick fit hole. Cough, cough. Hey, y'all, I'm sick. <laughs> Hey, Glenn called out. You like, you know, fuck Glenn. How that bitch always call out on a Saturday? You know that's our busiest day. You know it's our busiest day. Glenn is not a good employee. Man, fuck Glenn. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, man. I'm thinking about all the stories I've heard about uh, women saying, like, the dudes put on the uh, the Magnum and only to have it snatched off. And it's just sad. <laughs> it's sad for everybody involved. I'm sad looking at it. You should be sad doing it and showing it to me. Yeah, yeah. some dudes. Yeah, they're, they're fellas that, that's uh, <laughs> rammed condoms in women because they couldn't fit the condom. And, and the thing is, like, you kind of have to... You have to sit there for a minute like, are we are we doing this? Should I go in my purse and get mine? Because I know mine is going to fit you. Like, what is right. happening right now? Mm. It's, oh it's unnecessary rigmarole going on. You should be able to talk about it. Like two uh, consenting adults and say, you know what? That shit don't fit you, man. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I don't want to have to be the person to do that. Why? I feel like you should know what you're like if i if i show up in a dress that doesn't fit you're not gonna say hey go get another dress it's just kind of like no dress don't <laughs> I fit see you, i see what you're saying so like it's, why do i yeah. have to be the person you knew that shit wasn't gonna are you a virgin is this the first one of those you've ever purchased like why are we here how did we get here and why aren't you backing out the drive Hey, I, you know what? Having this talk, it just re- it reminded me of how I learned my condom size. Uh, I gotta give a shout out to my mother, Janet Bone, who, when she found out I was man sexually active, she bought me condoms. She bought me Trojan condoms and so many condoms, and it was an array of condoms. Because <laughs> she wanted you. Because she did not want you to play yourself. I say. Miss Janet did a good ass job. She really like whatever you did with it is your business, but she gave you the tools. Yeah, she gave yeah. You the very tool. clearly gave you the tools. There's instructions she on one of them boxes. She gave. Shout out to Janet Bone because if anybody I think would with the, with the uh, reckless abandon, I'm sure that will has been thrown around. <laughs> yeah, not a not a kid to be seen. No not one. Not a one. I just I feel like I'm on I feel like I'm on baby watch now. And you know, I had to have that conversation with my son because he lives with his girlfriend now. So yeah. I was like, listen, I'm gonna support you, whatever you do with your life, and I'm not trying to overstep. But here's what I know. I had a child at your age, and you see where I am now. And you know, I'm I'm cool, but shit was hard so think about that he was like yeah i have a dog i'm good and i hope that stays but i also know that life be life in yeah life be life in but and 22 year olds are 22 year olds they are but the thought of your mother having that talk with you as you contemplate raw sex will make you put on a comic like you know what i don't even feel like i don't need that yeah i think my kids can my kids sometimes hate how open and direct I am with them but it's like I don't have time for all that bullshit yeah yeah that was my mama didn't buy me a set of condoms because she knew her son didn't have no game she oh my god she was hopeful but she was like this boy is scary as hell I don't know I hear him on the phone and this I don't I don't need to buy him no condoms I need to buy him a Ice pick slim book uh, <laughs> of something. This nigga is lame. I am. Um, I 
ask because I just I mean I know what kind of I know what kind of kids I have and so I just asked I was like you got condoms right I didn't even ask I mean at this point I know that my child is not a virgin but the whole thing of going through you know the who what when where why how you know I, I found out certain things incidentally but that just wasn't I just wanted to make sure that it was safe and yeah, so all, once all, he had I them I was like you got them you good you know <clears throat> now we straight okay good talk and that's you know the only extent I did with my daughter when she was you know getting sh- definitely not active at that point um and and not even like young enough to not really even be thinking about it but I was like I just want to let you know before anything else this is a pro-choice household you can make and that means you can make whatever choice you need to make and you don't have to make it alone and all I'm going to do is back your plate and I just left it at that and as far as that particular facet of the talk because I didn't I've always talked to them about sex so I didn't have to have a big the talk I just it was just kind of always if they had questions I had answers and then there were just some things where I would see if I saw something coming up with their age group I would you know when it would come up in conversation or when if I would see a way for it to be kind of an organic part of the conversation I put it in there so talking about sex and that kind of thing it isn't I mean I'm I'm your mom I'm your mom so it's weird to that extent but not weird to the point that it's uncommon. See, you guys are good because you guys are parents and shit. I get to be the uncle that people ask me these questions. And like that, I feel like that's one good thing I do help out with. And I told my my eldest nephew, hey man, sometimes it ain't be worth like coming in like that. Sure, feel good, but ain't that great. <laughs> Way to go, uncle. I'm not sh- I'm, you know, you know, we need to get more comfortable with talking about sex with not our kids. It's our aunties and uncles and grandmas and stuff in these uh, goddamn uh, old homes. Oh, they be nasty in them retirement they homes. They are disgusting up in shady pines. Mm-hmm. We need to talk to them about condoms because these some of bitches act like that was something in Jim Crow that they wouldn't allow to have. Because they are <laughs> doing shit in these. They are doing shit in Shady Pines that's not even legal on OnlyFans. Not even, not only that, but like, are you doing the proper yoga for some of this shit you're trying to do? Don't do nothing that you saw on TikTok. Don't do, like, don't try what you saw on X and XX if you you ain't been doing yoga. Like, you have to, because when when Mr. Otis break that hip, I'm gonna have to be the one to come with that. And can I I tell y'all something? Do y'all know how much interracial dating is happening? On these uh these old folks' homes, really? So it's yes. like clansmen and 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 black women dating, pretty much, or 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 just this woman that just she always wanted to date a black dude. She married a racist, but he's gone. But now, now Stanley's here. <laughs> <laughs> Stanley's here. <laughs> oh, that's gonna fuck her family up. But you know what, racist. You know, a racist raised a whole family. She get there and she hold her hands with Stanley. <laughs> Mother! Oh, baby. I'm not going to have an aneurysm. Mother, this is Mr. Stanley. He is a good person. She called him. Like... She called that nigga Mr. 
Those the kids are waiting in the hallway. Kids waiting in the hallway. I, 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 have to, I have to talk to your grandma. I'll <laughs> <laughs> talk to your grandma about, well, if Mr. Stanley has told me about this new thing, mother, don't you say it. Well, well, it's a swing. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy you're on my sciatica. <laughs> Mr. Stanley, got your mama, got your racist mama, it'll stay sweet. Every time Stanley comes over, he says it's going to be a swinging. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. That's my, that's my, okay, I'm done. You went too far? You went yeah, too far. I did. I, I did. Too far. I, I said did. put on a little swing jazz music. <laughs> Jesus. Your racist mama getting her back blown out to take five. Oh, oh playing sweet Georgia Brown as he's <laughs> Like what do what do oh. I, I mean it's, we're playing around, but like our aunts and uncles, like they like the seventies and shit. Yeah. So their sex playlists be legit. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. But we talking about we talking about oh, Miss Ann and Stanley from the from the fifties and sixties. I'm not sure what they screwing to. Oh, they're definitely screwing to take five. Yeah. You go back to the music that changed you and the music that stick with you, and they have to go back further than everybody else. So they go back to shit from World War Two and World War One. Anything they were playing in the cotton club. Oh my god. Anything they played in the cotton club. That's what the interracial couples are fucking to. All right. All right. This pertains to this topic. So you know, uh, Sarome, I've been in Melly. I've, I've been doing a period piece podcast, and I didn't know some people were listening. And I did a show, and these, these older ladies came up and was like, "How come you don't talk about the horniness that happens when menopause happens?" I go, "What? What? Because I didn't know till right now. Hold on, break it down for me." I can't get enough. I'm like, I'm, it's like I'm, it's like I'm 17 again. It's just like every day, every day. <laughs> Holy shit, I did not know that. I have heard that. Yeah. Looking forward. Why, when, when, why is it women get like three or four sexual awakenings throughout their lifetime? Because men suck and you don't deserve it. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll I'll, take that. yeah I've, I've seen some pussy that I had to thank beforehand. Like, listen, what you about to give me, I do not deserve. <laughs> <laughs> but I thanked you. <laughs> I really hate that you're talking like Mongo from Chicken George. I really hate that. Honestly, though, that is proof that it's a man's world because y'all getting upgraded pussy and we've been getting the same old thing. Like, y'all hit a little bump in your late 30s. You get a little bump in your late 30s and you, you know, you're doing a little something. You're doing a little something. But... It's all downhill from there, so. Huh? I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. I was I was in my 30s when I realized I could put my leg up for a better, like, you know, when you do doggy style, you ain't got to be on both knees. Like, you could just put a leg up for good angling. 
no no one told me that and i was like wait a minute i could have been doing this the whole time oh i'm yeah. stupid the stress you could have <laughs> saved on your back how stupid am i this is way more comfortable and look at look at her face i am doing work <laughs> Cause we don't share this kind of information with each other. We don't, we don't, no. we, we tell each other how we tell each other how to get better at dribbling the ball. When we know yep. we're not going to the league, we tell each other how to spit a hot 16 when we know we can't rap and we don't, we don't break it down to that fella. Hey, say nigga, put your leg up. And brace but, you yourself. know, I gotta say this too. And I'm not, I'm not putting it on women, but I, I know that y'all gauge aspects of your performance by women's reactions mm-hmm. oh we you know right where i want you to go for it <laughs> we are very i won't say happy but we're we're fine with getting all right sex because if you fucking men nine times out of ten the sex you're getting is all right and so you know you can not know all the tricks and still get enough of the job done when you're like all right the nigga got funny jokes and he fixed my car. Like you have to start looking at the whole picture. And then it's like, okay, so I can deal with this fucking day. But then like, if it upgrades, it's great, but you don't necessarily know the difference if your dick is just all right. You just no. get an all right dick reaction. And we are, po- I won't say polite. Cause I, I don't mean lying. I'm not talking about lying. I don't believe in lying on my pussy. Like I'm, I'm too old and too tired, but, and I like what I like. And and we'll ask what I like. But from the standpoint of just kind of, you know, it's like, okay, there's what I like and what I love. And I think that a lot of dudes can do what women like, but yeah. not as many do what they love. And that's kind of why there's a disconnect. You think you're doing great because you're getting positive feedback, but it's not as positive and you don't know the difference and i'm using the royal you you don't know the difference because all you've ever given was all right dick and you're just like okay this is standard and then that's kind of what it is that's the first piece of bad advice for today don't tell them what you like tell them what you love tell them what Fuck you yeah. love second piece of bad advice uh ask your lady felt this for the fellas or anybody that's out there Ask them to make themselves come first so you know what they're into. So you know kind of like in advance. All right. She likes to pinch the left nipple. Uh, when she comes, one eye goes wonky. Uh- <laughs> and I, if you have a whole bunch of hangups, do not ask for that if you have a whole bunch of hangups because um, she might do some wild shit. And if you, <laughs> if you approved and that's going to like, don't, don't play yourself. So don't just know, like, when you ask, yourself, you better you be ready for take, answer. If you can't take constructive criticism, don't ask this question. If you can't take constructive criticism, if you can't deal with the intensity or whatever, because you're like, I ain't ever make her, let her see her make that sound before. Like, yeah, because yeah. you don't do that. And yeah. so, yeah, yeah, don't, women- don't do that if you're tender. One, yeah, women will right. tell you the fucking truth right then and there. They're like, all right, bring in those cats and lock that door. Like, what? what? <laughs> what? <laughs> so you're telling me I got to hit you across the neck 
with a cat. Uh, yes, with a Maine Coon cat. Very specific. That's why I have two in the house. <laughs> in case one sleep. <laughs> oh, cat. I, I really say- hate the show about cats into this. <laughs> oh, man. This is. They weren't oh. even doing nothing. Cats weren't even doing nothing. And we brought it wasn't them bothering into- nobody. Hey, man. My bad, cats. My bad, cats. Uh, if you're out there listening to us, uh, if you're listening to us and you have a cat sitting beside you, uh, give the cat a treat on us. Maybe if he already had one, you don't want to, but just go ahead and do it. Give him another treat on us. Morty just left the room in disgust. Yeah, that's more than likely what happened. The cat looked at your phone and was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Absolutely the fuck not. Yeah, and showed you his little his little butthole on the way out. Oh my goodness, cats in their booty holes. I'm so tired. They I'm just so every proud. time, every time I have therapy, I really like say a silent prayer that Arya doesn't show my therapist her booty hole. Oh, cats in zoom, baby. Because she loves, she love. I'm Arya, and this is my booty hole. Yeah, cats. Get into I'm it. Seen, now. Now a dog will hide his butthole. I don't know what it is. cat uh, dogs are very self conscious about their buttholes. They don't want you near it. They don't want you looking at it. They don't want to talk about it. They don't want to think. But cats, on the other hand, are like that's this. like their calling card. That's a sign of trust. That's how you know they you they people. Yeah. yeah. If I lift my tail all the way up and show you my pink my pink Starbucks, that means me and you dog. We me me and you down. And then it's so weird because cats, when they have markings, they tend to have markings all over. And Aria's booty hole is freckled. And I hate that I know that. You shouldn't know that, but there's nothing you can do about it. I fucking hate the fact that I know this shit. Mm. Well, like we said, we wanna we wanna apologize to the cat that was sitting next to you. It may treat. And we yeah. saw we subjected him to that uh, that fantasy that me and uh, Gordon came up with. Y'all we apologize. Disgusting. Y'all are disgusting. Yeah. We, we that being said, that. if you are prudish, if you are skittish, if you are squeamish, don't ask, don't ask to watch your girl make herself come if you ain't yeah. ready. It, it'll, it'll listen. It'll change everything. And don't be thinking when she's making herself come like you're gonna get involved. No, no. no. <laughs> All you're gonna do is mess it up. You shut up and you watch. You can't get shit, but in the way at this point, just move. Just move. Take your little notepad out and 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 jot down what you learned. <laughs> she don't even smoke, but after she does, she'll be smoking a cigarette. Like now, what'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me the hell you get a random Marlboro light from. <laughs> you don't want to know. You don't want to know. I got oh a secret compartment right above the bed. I knock on it three times when I need to smoke. Oh man, yeah, that's another that's another piece of bad advice. Realize your girl has more secrets than you can handle. That is my piece of bad advice. Once you accept that, <laughs> you're gonna live. But also realize that you niggas can't handle no secrets. Oh god, can we not? It's <laughs> it's. <laughs> That's that's the part of it. Like, what secret? What the fuck you mean? You got that scar when you was in second grade? What you was doing on a bike? You was on a bike mm. with niggas? Like, it, I can't. 
It's too much. <laughs> Wait, what was that shit in Aladdin? Was it called the Cave of Secrets? <laughs> yeah, the last. Yeah. And that's why Jafar wouldn't take his ass down there. <laughs> Hell no. That is a uh, that is a, a great. Uh, <laughs> that's a great actuation of the uh, the thing that is a woman. The Cave of Secrets is a tiger. It's actually called the cave. It's actually yes. called the Cave of Wonders. Cave of Wonders. Wonders. And the reason I know that is because I've used it inappropriately before. Oh, my God. Did you invite somebody to the desert to your cave of wonders? Not the desert. Oh, it's not wet around here. <laughs> not the it's desert. It's really wet down here. Yeah. Oh, this desert has an oasis. It was the rainy season <laughs> in the motherland at the time I said it. Oh, my God. Send the meteor. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Oh man, you know you know what made me realize like this about women from working all them goddamn bachelorette parties and working in a strip club. I'm realizing I've worked more places where there was more dominated with women than with men. I worked in strip clubs. I've worked in a Victoria's Secret, uh, and I did comedy where on any given Saturday night it is a bachelorette party. Before the whole panty liner happened. It banned bachelorette parties were the wildest. And we like we are uh, so nasty, unprovoked. I've watched, I've done shows as a comedian uh, for bachelorette parties. And let me tell you what people don't want to hear when there's a group of six to seven white women sucking candy penises uh, in a competition. They don't want to hear no goddamn jokes. They don't want to hear jokes. They want to hear jokes when well, Susie's over here doing her best gawk, gawk, gawk impersonation. <laughs> Give like, me a preview. Could you, could you please yeah. put the, the candy dick down while I tell this story, this story about my grandmother passing away? She's giving no? Brad the okay. preview. <laughs> yeah. She, she gives the whole crowd the preview. Like, it's her last day. Chris can't be the last dick. <laughs> That should what? be so funny though, man, because they be holding up the candidates like, who does this look like? <laughs> you hardcore bikers like I don't feel I don't I don't feel like this is appropriate. I won't leave. <laughs> yeah, goddamn hell's angels talking about can we, look, is the show gonna be this dirty the whole time? I'm like, sir, that's not me. That's not me. I'm not doing that. I got a black licorice one. Look how big it is. That's it. That's it. That's one thing. Manager. If if they don't have anything else at a white uh, bachelorette party, they don't have a big black dildo. Oh yeah, it's in the bylaws. They have to. They, when when you go to party city and get the fucking party uh package, they have to give you one. It's ten hats, five of the little blowy things, and a big black dildo. Yep, that's that's one of the things as a performer I've learned. You need to stay away from the bachelorette party. Yeah. Stay away, Gordon. <laughs> no, you need to stay away because you're going to fuck around and get kidnapped. We ain't got time oh for you to get kidnapped no. by white women. Yeah. yeah, we ain't got time to be looking for your ass. The I've show is just on a roll, nigga. You should, if you was going to get kidnapped by white women, you should have done that shit in 2017. I'm done exactly. with that. I'm done with that. Oh, not, shit. Like, I, I forgot the nigga was running. really kidnapped. Oh, my God. Yes, I was. <laughs> there is no party. Oh my god! 
I'm never going to forget those words. I get there. Oh that's, I was promised a party. I get to the party. There is no party. Like, I, forgot. <laughs> I put it out of my mind that you were kidnapped. Oh, my God. Oh, this is a, this is a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I said as I looked around the room. Oh, this is a bitch. Was it oh, decorated? I'm, like, I hate laughing Hell at no. this. But was no, the house she, even decorated? She, like, just was tu- it- she just turned on all the lights. She had a bottle of booze on the table. There, it looked from the outside, it appeared to be a house party. You could hear the music from outside, which if you think about it, she turned the music up, left, picked me up, drove me back. So when I'm walking up, I think there's a party. You remember what uh what, what Kevin McAllister did to fool the wet bandit? Yes. <laughs> That's she why I'm mannequins. like, this was she a premeditated. Yeah. So here's the thing. Every time you tell me something <laughs> about this story, it gets more disturbing. Yeah. I, I realize how much that much more <laughs> I should not be laughing at this shit. And it gets that Look, much I do. funnier. I do. It, I do. I, I, but I, I laugh about it now because it's just like, she's just like, when she said it, when I walked in and I just saw a booze on the table, oh loud ass music, TV playing, I'm like, well, this looks like a party could be happening here, but no one's here. Maybe they're out back. And I'm looking out like with the kitchen. Like, Maybe are they having a cigarette? Are we early? No, can't be early. Like, Did she pre-med- like she premeditatedly she, kidnapped at the you? show? She said, What are you doing after the second show? And I said, Well, nothing. I'll be done at this time. She's like, Do you want to go to a party? And I was like, Yeah, I'm I don't gamble, so let's let's fucking go. So little did I know that was a gamble. I get in the car, having a good conversation. We get to the house from the street. I can hear the music. I can see the lights. It's like going to the apartments, tops, top on the left. That's where the party's at. I get in there and I'm just standing there and there's no one there, just booze, music, lights on. Then she comes in, I'm going, where's everybody? And her exact words, everyone, there is no party. I just picture her getting ready like Robert De Niro and Taxi Driver doing push-ups and shit like tonight. I now remember that I promised I would not joke about this again. <laughs> but since I'm a piece of shit, here we are. Here we fucking are. That bitch, that, that person is crazy because they stay, they uh they still hit me up from time to time. Hey, how's it going? I'm like, just don't talk to me. Oh my god. <laughs> Report this bitch to the fucking authority. Oh, see so you doing shows. I, I blocked you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I cannot yeah. wait until we do this casino again and see that. We are gonna back. have to figure out whoever is protecting <laughs> Bill Clinton and rent him for the night for going. <laughs> exactly. I don't see any other way. Yeah, got no way this go because this nigga is gonna need a code name because I don't. I'm not gonna be able to watch it back. Eagle Eye. I mean, obviously. Well, Isn't yeah. that always the name? Eagle Eye? Eagle Eye. Wow. We give too much credit for eagles. <laughs> we got to come up with a better Secret Service name for you. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, drunk. <laughs> drunk Flamingo. Drunk Flamingo. I like that. Drunk Flamingo is out. Yeah, that sounds fun. <laughs> drunk Flamingo's on the move. Oh my God. Wait, speaking of just like people who I got, I want to erase from my memory. So y'all know I don't like CNAs, right? So I hate on... that you don't like CNAs. Come on, Mel. <laughs> I 
We cannot disparage an entire And we definitely uh, are not gonna disparage CNAs in the fucking panorama. Okay, we're not going actually, to actually you owe people. CNAs an apology. Apologize. Uh, I'm sorry, CNAs. Y'all, y'all carry the best papers doing a turf. <laughs> I'm gonna beat your ass. Here at the here at the bad advice show, we support, love, and appreciate CNAs. Yeah, yes, shout out know. to shout out to Everest uh 2022. <laughs> It's just, it doesn't matter what I say. You're going to be a shithead <laughs> right after. I dated CNAs, did that help? And I, um, I, I mean, my son was in the hospital for four months. Is that an R- so, wait, wait, that's an LPN. What? LPN. There's LPNs, then there's uh, RNs. CNAs. There's RNs, LPNs, and CNAs. <sighs> Okay, it depends on the hospital. But all right, all right, all right. I'm just raising a very West Indian family who tells you all the time, don't trust no CNA. I'm like, come on. Oh my God. This is a family thing. This you is not just now, if you I, I I don't know about what kind of partners they make. I feel yeah. like like hospital jobs, you they like how much faithful, like it's like athletes. How faithful do you expect your wife to be? And she's at work for 12 hours. That don't even count happy hour. Exactly. That don't she even count scroll. the bachelorette comedy show where she's the one who has to bring the big black dildo. How faithful do you expect this woman to be? For real? She is she so been scrolls for 14 hours. She supposed to keep that booty to herself. <laughs> you know they you know Grey's Anatomy makes scrubs for people. Hell yeah. Yo, they got Grey's Anatomy scrubs, bro. This shit's just kind of dope, too. Shonda Yo. Rhimes ain't leaving no money on the table. Yo, shout out to the RNs that wear uh, the fitting scrubs to show off the booties. <laughs> so, I, don't, I don't think you can hide it. Like, if you, if you, the, the scrubs accentuate the booty. Like, um, I've been on damn near my deathbed, and um, as the, the RN walked away, I was like, if this is my last sight, it was a good one, Lord. And, you know, because because I hate you both. Oh, I wasn't, but now, I also understand. Now, yeah. I was I was in the hospital and oh, my God, let me tell you. Nurses be sick. Jesus. Oh, I, oh like, I why is it something? Is it something that they take in like, is that right before they take like their licensing exam or whatever? I don't know what it is. A but... whole rack of ass. They thick with two I think that's what they give baby. you at the end. They give you a sash, a stethoscope, and some ass. And some ass. I had a Dominican nurse, and she kept she she was my personal nurse when I was in the hospital when we were doing a podcast. <laughs> and um, she was so nice to me, and like, she kept touching my leg every time. Like she's like, "Hey, you good in there?" And I was like, "Oh my god, oh my god, you you, you can't be doing this." <laughs> You, you do know that we're recording this, right? You do no. know that this goes out to tens of people. Sure that you know that 18 people are going to know that you said this. Oh, well, that nurse is so good to me. She used to bring me my pain medicine. She's like, oh, oh I want to make you feel better. I'm like, you can. You can. I know you fell in love. It is so hard not to fall in love with a sexy nurse. You, sexy nurse, you, you hurting and she coming to help you, bro. That is mm, 
I'm a man. Men are dumb. We like I will admit it. The person that takes care of me while I'm sick is the love of my life. <laughs> it's the three P's. Puerto Rican, Percocet, and professionalism. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so dope. It was so dope. Oh, man. She come and give me my mask. I'm like, oh, my God. Thank you. Yo, if you need me, just hit the button. I'm going to hit the button. You know I'm going to hit the button. <laughs> ping, 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 ping. Oh my god, that was the that was the weirdest um, time in the hospital. Yo, you like you always you, you want a cute nurse? You think it's cute? You know what the thing it is? It comes from watching Breaking Two. Remember Breaking Two when he broke his arm or leg, whatever that was. And yeah, yeah. Spanish he nurse in the hospital. And his Spanish nose, <laughs> his Spanish girlfriend broke in and pretended to be the nurse. Yeah, yes. I think that's I think that's stuck in my brain. I really um I hate conversely I hate when my doctor is fine. Really? I hate when my doctor is fine. Like seriously, sure fine ass nigga compress on my hernia. Who is that sexy to? I hate you. No. Doctor sexy. Get your sexy like ass it. over here and check out this boil nigga. Get the fuck out. Like it's not <laughs> It's not the same. It's not the same. Oh, God, you're going to send a fine nigga to come check this boil. <laughs> there are no ugly niggas in this hospital. I'm supposed to believe that there are no ugly. Okay, okay. We all we all got jokes. All right, it's a fucking game to everybody tonight. Gotcha. Y'all uh, watching on camera. I hope you get this shit. Hope you get my, my fucking embarrassment. Jesus, I hate you get it. So upset that they find you like you know what? Go I hate it so dude. much. Come look at this boy. Like there is nothing worse than a fine ass man telling you, um, how the reason you're here is because your fat ass is too fat, and you like it's like and you're gonna die. Like yeah, this is great for me. This is exactly where I saw myself well, at forty four. If, if I if someone told me that, I'd be like, mm, but I'm thick though, right? <laughs> With two CCs. <laughs> Man, we have, I don't think we have angered almost every sector of uh, yeah. the employment sector tonight. I think, wait, uh, let me just get this out there. Are you sure there's no one left? Uh, praise dancers. We don't need you guys. <laughs> All right. I was just listening to gospel earlier. We do need them. Not in my face. Bro, since church went virtual, how many praise dances have you seen on your church Zoom? Hmm? None. <laughs> I'm sorry. I dated a praise dancer. It's quite embarrassing. I dated someone that was the head singer, soprano, lead singer for the choir, and I've also dated a praise dancer. It's a very different plate you get. Very different plate. <laughs> Boy, you went across the whole spectrum there, didn't you? <laughs> Man, I remember when I dated the singer. We was the first in line. We would eat first, then the praise dancer. Me, man, I, we might as well go to Chick Fil A. I'm put your plate on top of your car. Don't you get in line? I had better hookups in church than she did. Hell yeah. <laughs> 
Was it the same church that the Sopranos sang at? No, it was a different church, but like, it's just, I, I wouldn't you, put that past Gordon though. Oh, I could no, I couldn't. You no, you understand how embarrassing? How you gonna go from dating the Beyonce of the church to dating Beyonce's backup dancer? That's ridiculous. Beyonce's <laughs> backup dancers understudy. <laughs> fuck church politics. I don't give a fuck if you're a praise dancing you man. I'm sorry. Because church is a ludicrous, like the whole, the whole hierarchy is fucking ludicrous. I didn't know it was a hierarchy yeah, till a I hierarchy. did. It's definitely a hierarchy to everything. Church is a political, like don't get me started on how political church is. I went no. to a, a church that was supposed to be politically neutral. And basically it was like its own fucking government. Like, I, nah, I'm good on church. Before we, we go any further, on another episode, yeah. we'll call that the going to hell for show. Sure Absolutely. Absolutely. Right, yeah. Before we go, I got to ask y'all have y'all ever had sex in church before? No, I'm not I answering have not. that. I have not. No, <laughs> so you got to answer. I want to know what? the answer. No, I, I haven't had sex in church, but I broke into a church and I'm pretty sure that's worse. <laughs> Debatable. <laughs> depends on where Gordon had sex. What was you at? Because I'm not asking I, if you did. I just want to know where. I I fingered someone uh like like with a choir stands and stuff like that. And then you fingered the head soprano at church. I'm not gonna say who I did what with. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Church bathroom multiple times and uh church basement. Quite a few times. Well, those ain't the most sanctified places. Inside. Yeah, I, I think you're still. I think you right behind from the pulpit. The you right behind the pulpit, just fucking doing shit. You can't be. <laughs> I mean, <sighs> well, I mean, I'm so it depends on how you told. look at. It depends on how you look at the church's money, because if you look at the church's money as God's money, then you know uh, that's arguably worse. Now, if you look at the church's money as the church's Everyone's and the reverend's money. money, then I mean that's just a nigga, and you can steal from a nigga, and that ain't worse than fucking in church. I believe the church, God works in mysterious ways. If you break into the church and you take some money, God put that money there so you could come and get because he knows you need it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> no. no. I don't I'll, know I'll, that I'll, that's I'll, how that works. I don't think that's how that works at all. Okay, all right, I tried. Yeah. I tried. Having, 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 having been the nigga that done it, I was, I was just a nigga. I was just. You <laughs> just a nigga stealing from some niggas. Yeah, well, no, I don't know. I, was, I still, I stole for some saints, but uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you stealing from the saints, I don't know. That's tricky. I mean. The Rome, I'm telling you right now, you could sell the story to Tyler Perry. He would love it. <laughs> Man, I can't sell this story to, to the Tyler Perry because when I mean I'm from such a small town, it ain't but one, it ain't but two churches I could have broke into. So when they figure out what happened in shut 19, up, shut 94, up, shut up, shut <laughs> up. All right. You didn't have to, you don't have to give the year. I mean, it could yeah. He going to use you and um, spray you down with body oil, though. He's not going to get another actor. It's definitely oh, yeah, going to be you. No. 
definitely gonna be me greased up. Like I'm why why am I I'm in combat? Why do I not have a shirt on? Mm. As you explain in the story, you're gonna be in the golf cart. And he's like, what kind of church was it? Describe it to me. He's going to keep driving, driving around this lot. And somehow he's going to have a replica of that church. <laughs> Already built. I, like, I, I, Let's paint the scene. Tyler Perry has so many, like there are so many layers to what's going on with him. But one of the reasons I fuck with Tyler Perry, well, two reasons I fuck with Tyler Perry, and I may have said it on the show before. One Tyler Perry pays like he weighs and he is paying black actors what they should be getting paid. There are black actors who are saying he's the first person to pay me what I'm worth. He's the first person to pay me on, on the same level as white counterparts. That's number one. Number two, if you are an R&B singer from the eighties who loves the Lord, you gonna fucking eat fucking around with Tyler Perry. Cheryl Pepsi Riley is like the Beyonce of Tyler Perry world. Yes, she is. I, I also love and her she so gonna much. Eat forever. I love her so much. Uh, I need to look her up because uh, you I know who you, just, you just say. I probably know. Thanks for my child. All she need, I just need one backslide in the evening, just one, mm-hmm. <laughs> just hmm. one curious backslide in the evening. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. All right. And on that note. We got to wrap this up. All right, listen, everybody. Call me this Cheryl. Is a bad advice show. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> this has been a bad advice show. Please, guys, thank a. Hey, and I gotta say this. Uh, thank you, thank you, everybody that's been contributing to uh, the bad advice show. A dollar here or there goes a long way. Thank you to our. Uh, uh, th- I believe we were up to three monthly contributors right now so so please keep it up hashtag bad advice show if you enjoy anything just hit the hashtag bad advice show so we can all just see what you're enjoying and what you're not enjoying we see you guys out there thank you guys for listening we're back and we're doing this for you guys so uh definitely uh follow us keep hitting that hashtag bad advice show uh on Anchor or whatever streaming platform. Thank you to Apple. Thank you to Google Podcast Music and all that. Thank you, guys. Uh, Mel, where can they find you? You can find me at the Melanie Dion everywhere. And you can find my work right now. I am working with Barrel and Flow Fest. We are coming weekend of September 10th. It's going to be amazing. Go to barrelandflow.com. If you are like me, I'm letting you know that barrel is spelled with one L and not two. Um, and we've got we've got tickets, we've got merch. It's gonna be a, an amazing, beautiful, black ass time. And um, let's get it. And let me get you drunk. All right, and so Rome, where can they find you? And make sure you promote your YouTube too. Oh yeah, you can find me as Sarome Russell Comic on YouTube. And you can find me uh, at uh, Sarome Russell on Twitter and M-E-T-A-R-O-M-E Metarome on Instagram. Uh, I'm trying to get uh, all my numbers up. So just uh, so fuck with me. Come fuck with your country cousin. And um, thank you for listening to the Bad Advice Show. Seriously. Thank you guys so much for listening and supporting us. This is a a black podcast. A lot of people don't know this black podcast. Uh, Unless you're... uh, uh, Joe, Joe Button, and bashing women. We don't get the numbers, but here we are. Here we are, <laughs> Thank you guys thriving, for surviving, and we appreciate yeah. y'all.
we appreciate y'all. We ain't got to do that other bullshit so we can keep y'all keep this going. I'm drunk. Thank you guys. Good night.